welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and we are here for a very special bonus episode of our Christmas coverage this year. And I'm so delighted to have my cousin, Anne Tuttle Brown, here again for the third time. Fourth yeah, time? Yeah. yeah. So, Anne, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's a fun topic. Yeah. So, just for the people that haven't seen the other episodes that we've done i'll have links down in the description people can listen people can watch those and listen to them uh, and what is it that you you do with dressing your truth okay so we have uh, dressing your truth which is a program that teaches you how to dress according to your personality and so to discover your personality we have a program called energy profiling and so um there are four types we just call them type one two three and four and depending on your movement through life, the way you think, the way you interact with others, you see yourself in one of four types, and then you move forward in life that way, and then you can dress it that way to bring forward your true beauty. That's why it's called dressing your truth. And so you, um, the other shows that you've had me on, we've typed actors and their characters. And so just looking at their personality, their facial features, their body language, that's how you determine your type or someone else's type. And then mm -hmm. it's just a really fun system that can eh, supports you in loving and accepting yourself and others a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we thought would be fun for a Christmas episode, because we've already done the men, we've already done the women of Hall, the Hall Stars. We thought it would be fun to, to go a little more broader and talk about Christmas movies themselves and sort of the energy that the different films have and maybe how you can find the perfect film, Christmas film for you. And so we're talking about, these are Christmas classics, not particularly Hallmark movies. Uh, but, uh, but in general, would you say that, that certain energies tend to sort of get into Christmas as a whole, or do you think there's sort of, uh, there's a way to celebrate it for everybody? You know, I think there's certain traditions that appeal to the different types. And as we've looked through this list of Christmas movies, I was pleased to see that there was a kind of an even spread around all four types. So yeah, there's definitely, you'll get like the, the feel good memory movies would be more type two and the edgier ones would be type three. And we'll talk about that, but mm -hmm. so, um, I want to describe what the four types are. Should I do that? Yeah, now? please do. Yeah, yeah that's good. Okay. So like you said, we have four types, type one, is um, bright and animated, light upward feeling, their gift is ideas, the possibilities. Think of your bubbly friend that's easy to talk to, that always brightens your day. That's a type one person full of ideas and possibilities and they just have a real brightness and a useful quality to them. Type two is soft and subtle, more detail oriented, more soft spoken, tends to be more of an introvert. Um, has a gentle voice, loves connections and details. So think of your friend that's always remembering your birthday or is always very thoughtful and reaching out to you. That would be a type two person. Type three is action oriented. They're dynamic people. They love getting results. And so this is the type of person that's get it done and they go big. And so think of your friend that when they come over, they're helping you get the party going or they you know, they'll do, they're the type of person that takes charge. That's a type three. And then type four is bold and striking, has a very clear way of seeing things, very black and white, tends to be more analytical and very well thought out in the way they express themselves. 
So type four would be a, the type of friend that you could call and get really good, clear sound advice from, or your friend that you know is just going to be really honest with you. And also just a really loyal and um, true friend. Mm-hmm. Let's say kind of the, the movement that we're looking at and we'll elaborate on this movement. If this is new to you, you'll get a better idea as we kind of dive into the movies and talk about the overall, I'll refer to it as movement. Cause that was, what we're looking at is just kind of how things come to life and express themselves or the mm-hmm. overall expression. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in different colors mm-hmm. are good for, for different, different energy types that yeah. that's correct. Yep. And I'm a type two, Rachel, you're a type four. So you're bold striped Santa hat looks right on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the ultimate Santa hat. I did research because it's so big. That's yeah. so wide and so long. <laughs> it looks good. It fills the screen very nice. <laughs> yes, I was I so excited when I found it. I was like, ah! Because <laughs> I have a large head and so I needed a big hat. <laughs> My friend in the family, I have a big head too. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, So, all right. Well, so let's get started. So what we're going to do is we have a quote for the movie. And so we'll give you a second to uh, out there in listening land to try to guess the the movie based on the quote. (laughs) And, uh, and then we will talk about the energy of the particular film and why we think it's... Good, if you like guessing games because first you have to guess the movie yeah you can guess the type <laughs> that's right so all right first one we're going to talk about we have the quote he says uh, he or she says excuse me <laughs> he says i'm kind of upset because i really like my family even though sometimes i say i don't sometimes even i even think i don't do you get that I think so. How you feel about your family is a complicated thing. Deep down, you'll always love them, but you can forget that you love them. You can hurt them and they can hurt you. That's not just because you're young. So a little conversation. And so uh, the (laughs) really sweet moment in the film. And let's talk about uh, what, what is this one? Anne? Yeah, it's one of my very favorites, I think, because it's nostalgic for me. But I couldn't even guess it based on that, but it totally makes sense once, you know. <laughs> it is. Do you want me to reveal it? Yes. Home Alone. Home Alone. Yes, this is the scene in the church. Yeah. Uh, between. And yes, I agree. Home Alone is very, very nostalgic for me. It was really a foundation movie. It's the, the I went uh, with our uh, with our uh, grandma and grandpa, I uh, went to see it with them on a trip oh, to a yeah, in a trip to California. We actually uh, we went out for my ten year old trip that grandma used to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to I went to California and then we drove down to Anaheim because Jenny, your sister, was doing a was in some kind of musical group choral mm-hmm. group. Love notes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and so we, we went to like Knott's Berry Farm and we went to okay. Disneyland and whatever, uh, all of that to see her sing. <laughs> so, but before that, we went to see Home Alone. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just one of those, I just, I never laughed so hard in the theater <laughs> up to that point because I was, I think, nine uh, or 10 when it, I mean, I was just about to turn 10, yeah. I think. Uh, so anyway, it's pretty yeah. memorable. So this movie 
type that's just like like before I tell you what type it is, let's just look at the expression of it. Mm-hmm. He's got this little boy who's on his own and he's gonna take things into his own hands and he's going to defend his house. Yeah. Like, this is my house. I have to defend. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's so satisfying for kids because at least for me, that was definitely very not only hilarious for mm-hmm. kids, but also uh, just like a empowering, a, empowering, and like a dream fan- fantasy. Yeah. He goes to the car by himself and like checks out by himself. You know, you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. nobody understands why the heck these these burglars are so interested in this house. Like, it's just like a house in the suburbs. Like, what is going? I on? I watch it as an adult, and I'm like, oh man, this makes no sense. But like all the pranks, you know, like they'd be yeah. dead like ten times over right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this movie is type three. It's uh, definitely just a intense movie. Yeah, it's got a lot of action. It's you know keeps moving forward. It's uh, Kevin. The character is definitely a type three. You know he wants his independence. He's taking charge. He's making things happen. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's just so many funny lines. Like, I love, I still laugh at the "keep the change, you filthy animal." <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the other day, no, this morning, I was like, ain't, "This is from Home Alone too. Ain't much better in here, kid." <laughs> yeah, definitely classics. So. Yeah, <laughs> and I, also, it is really sweet. Actually, this relationship between him and uh, him and his neighbor. And uh, just other sweet moments, I think. And, and also hilarious with what Catherine O'Hara goes through when she's in that. I love when she meets John Candy in the mm-hmm. Polka Players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely one of my favorites as well. So there we go. Type three. And, <laughs> and also the, the, the shenanigans, the booby traps. It's not as long as you remember, like it's, it's really only like the, kind of the last 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, that's true. It's very well written, I think. Mm-hmm. The whole movie. And I think it has one of John Williams more uh, underrated scores. Mm. It has, I like the score a lot, mm-hmm. but all right, moving on. <laughs> okay. Next quote. Oh, Christmas isn't just a day. It's a frame of mind. And that's, what's been changing. That's why I'm glad I'm here. Maybe I can do something about it. So I'll let you reveal it because you have the notes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This one is Miracle on 34th Street, the original. And I wanted to pick this one not only because I think it's really cute, but I thought it would be fun to talk about if Santa in general is a type Mm -hmm. or does it depend on the actor? Does it depend on the whatever? Mm -hmm. So this movie is a type two. It's, you know, it's about connecting families and bringing just the, the thoughtfulness in, back into Christmas. And you just see so many people become connected and, you know, endeared to each other through this movie and through the, the actions of others. And their mm-hmm. hearts are softened in a way, you know, through the kindness, which is, I think that expresses that type two thoughtfulness um, mm. quality. Um, yeah. Now, Santa as a type. I think, yeah, you could probably type him as a one or a two, maybe a two, one, one, two, you know, because he's like, you know, Santa Claus loves children. So there's that youthful quality. He's, you know, thinking. Well, like in bowl full of jelly, you know, yeah, <laughs> that makes, that makes everything a one. From the night um, before Christmas, 
um, dis description, he'd be a type one, you know, he's got the rosy cheeks and like the apple cheeks and the bowl full of jelly and a hearty laugh. So definitely I'd say Santa, like the classic Santa would be a type one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. In this movie, it's just, it's so sweet. And the, the whole idea of, I, sometimes I hate the whole like ice queen of business trope that you sometimes have in some of these movies, but I think that here it's done really well because she has a reason, you know, because of her wounded heart <laughs> that has made her kind of not want to believe in anything that's magical or anything she can't see. Just we kind of made her a little bit of a realist to the extreme. So there's like motivation. She's not just like, I don't know. I just hate it when you have these people who it's like, they're just working hard at their job. Like, why are you making her out to be a bad person? <laughs> but uh when you when she when she comes around and she really believes in chris i think it's such a good moment mm -hmm. next one we have mankind was my business the common welfare was my business charity mercy forbearance benevolence were all my business the dealings of my trade were but a drop of water in the comprehensive ocean of my business so this is technically really a quote from a book <laughs> And it is, of course, Jacob Marley from The Christmas Carol. And I, I thought it would be interesting to talk about Scrooge as a character because there's been so many different versions of him over the years. You've had everything from Scrooge McDuck to classical versions of Scrooge, Al Alster Sims. Uh, you have Albert Feeney. Then you have got kind of more humorous ones where you got Bill Murray and... And you have the Muppets and, and everything like that. And so I was curious if you think, depending on the version, there's different energies or if Scrooge is always kind of basically the same. I think, so this is a fun movie to choose because it exhibits all of the four types. I think, mm -hmm. you know, it's a big, it's a book. So it's a story. It's a very, you know, um, it has a lot of, um, lot of elements to the different characters, goes very deep. But I, I do think that Scrooge would be a type three, probably most of the time, maybe different, you know, does he have a secondary or something that's affecting it, but mm -hmm. he would be like a, a greedy type three that has closed his heart. So not the ideal type three that we're looking for, <laughs> but you know, he's, you know, type threes love those results and they love working hard. Uh, you know, when it goes to the extreme, it could be like a workaholic like Scrooge is and, you know, focus so much on the numbers and the results that he's forgotten about the people type of thing. So, and you see um, in the, the faces of the, the characters, a lot of texture. I think that kind of mm. creates that grumpy old man look, you know, but yeah. lots of and angle, angles and textures and kind of a crook, uh, crooked nose. And so those are definitely type three facial features in the movement that we can see there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's even, I think in the book, he's even described as being a sniveling crook that strives him as the crooked nose. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's some, you know, it's somebody who he just was too fearful, too fearful of poverty. And mm -hmm. that allowed, forced him to kind of, in his mind, just become kind of obsessed with work. But in his mind, it was kind of valid because he was just scared of failing and uh and ending up in the poorhouse, you know which was a thing back then for sure and so 
you know, it's not like he's just some random hateful person. Like there's motivation. There's a reason why. Otherwise, Jacob Marley wouldn't have been able to come to him. If there was no hope for him, yeah. then uh, then the it whole Little by thing. little, you know, it was just his heart closed, more, like, you know, yeah. just, I guess, or even turned to, to the things that were of lesser importance. And- yeah. I mean, he even says that at the end. He says, why grant me this chance if there's no hope for change? Mm-hmm. and so then he can be a good person and be and and i do love it in, in the uh in the versions when you get kind of crazy scrooge after he's like and he's he's like running all around the house and <laughs> acting like a crazy person I, I love that that transition i think it's really funny so let's go through where we see each type coming through in the that movie uh, okay Tony tim is a type one you know, he's got mm-hmm. those, those hopeful messages and bits of inspiration and kind of <laughs> sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can type the ghosts. So yes. um, ghosts of the past is type two. Type twos are uh, ones that love to reflect on memories mm-hmm. and, past and sometimes even uh, linger there too long thinking, oh, what if I would have done this or regrets of the past. And so definitely connecting you to your past is the type two quality. Ghost of the present would be type three, you know? Oh, I was expecting you to say one because he's such a jolly. Uh, yeah, and I guess it depends on, <laughs> you know, the character, but that, that like being here and being now mm. is a type three quality. And then Ghost of the Future would be type four um, because it's yeah. big picture. Where are we headed? Looking forward. Okay, point A to point P. Where are we going now in that, in that process? Yeah. Interesting. Forward. So Bob Cratchit, what would he be? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, that's a type two... Um, like a job like the note taker the yeah or the the secretary the clerk the good with numbers good with details and yeah i mean he just stays there and lets him push him around forever yeah and but finally has to put his foot down and in doing so he you know causes a little bit of a stir and some change in the end so i love it in mickey's christmas carol he asks for half a day off <laughs> Half a day off. and also yeah. he's scrooge's he's doing scrooge's laundry which i think is funny <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh-huh so yeah interesting that's 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 very very interesting okay next quote is the best way to spread christmas cheer is singing loudly for all to hear so and what is this quote from the elf Yes, from Elf, Will Ferrell. And the great mystery of any movie of, of Elf is, is why is there a shower in Macy's? That's what I, that's the, great, the great mystery. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I mean, so type one energy is very animated, very yeah. fun loving. So singing loud for all to hear, cheer, Christmas cheer, that's all type one, very much. Yeah. So the whole movie's type one. I love that movie. So lighthearted with a sweet message and just, I I also love all the details. Like when he does changes the whole store over and that, that's so fun. I love it too. Like I love just a lot of the jokes I think really land like going into the coffee shop. You did it. Congratulations. world's best coffee what we always my husband and i always say to each other is what i got a bunch of stuff and i'm way behind (laughs) that's from the scene when they're at dinner yeah dad excuses himself and then the kid tries to go eat in his room and she's like you can't and then he the kid says that in his dad's voice (laughs) 
that's true. Yeah, there's just a lot of funny jokes. And I think that's why it makes it work. I've often said that I think that basically Enchanted with Amy Adams and Elf are the same movie. Because they're both just ones from, one's a female Enchanted character coming to New York City. And one is a male character. Yeah, I love both those movies. Like, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> and I love Ed Asner as Santa. That's so funny. <laughs> We'd like to take a second from our discussion with Anne to thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. We are talking about the good folks over at Skylight Frames. And if you're looking for a great holiday present uh, for a loved one this is a really great option and right now you can save ten dollars off of your skylight frame you go to skylightframe.com and enter code hallmark now hallmark is hallmark that's skylightframe s-k-y-l-i-g-h-t-f-r-a-m-e.com enter code hallmark ten dollars off and i'm actually thinking of getting one of these frames for a member of my family i don't want to give it away but it's a person who loves photography but isn't that active on social media and so what the skylight frame is is a digital frame and uh, it allows you to update your pictures you don't have to have a usb cable or anything like that you can send photos from your phone or from any kind of device using email that goes directly to the frame so what's really cool is that people from all over your life could send you pictures right to the frame so you could be watching and there's a surprise picture from a family member or friend and i think that could be really fun especially for people like i said that aren't as tuned into maybe instagram or all of that but love photography love seeing their family and so it's a it's a really nice thing and it's and it's just it looks just like a normal frame like it's not a thick digital frame like i've seen in the past it's very stylish it looks really good 100 satisfaction guarantee and so it's a great gift option this holiday season definitely check it out and right now you can get ten dollars off your purchase of a skylight frame go to skylightframe.com enter code hallmark so ten dollars off you go to skylight frame s-k-y-l-i-g-h-t-f-r-a-m-e.com promo code hallmark <laughs> okay next one we have, I never thought it was such a bad little tree. It's not bad at all, really. Maybe it just needs a little love. <laughs> so this is from Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> One of the all-time favorites. I, I think that w- the reason why that Charlie Brown Christmas is so beloved uh, is because it, all the characters are very emotionally true. Charlie Brown is very clear about his he's very open and honest about how he feels about whatever's happening and really that's the same for all of the characters and uh and when in the end when linus recites luke 2 even if you're not a religious person i think it's a really moving scene because he's being emotionally true he's being honest about how how he feels and i don't know i think that that there's something about it that we sometimes try to gloss things over in things for children and make it perfect and sweet and nice. And there's something so refreshing about Charlie Brown being a kid saying, I don't know about Christmas. <laughs> I don't know about this. Like I feel depressed. <laughs> you know, that's what he said. I feel depressed. And then Linus says, you're the only person I know who could take a wonderful time like Christmas and <laughs> turn it into a problem. <laughs> and I, I think that's why people love it. Yeah. It's, it's just, 
So Charlie Brown, he is a type two. So mm -hmm. think of the tendency to overworry, to think things through, to feel maybe left out a lot. Type twos yeah. have a tendency to feel overlooked, kind of the your syndrome of like, well, nobody cares. <laughs> and I'm just not going to even try. Like, yeah. No one cares about me. So um, Charlie Brown has a little bit of that tendency. And I was, I mean, that I love that quote, you know, like maybe this tree has some potential. Like he was, he wanted to give it a chance and make it something better. And I think the fact that like as a kid, he was like, wait, we've lost the, the true meaning of Christmas. Like let's everybody slow down for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I don't know. It's just so cute. And I think that the simple simplicity of the animation helps a lot. And then also the, uh, the music I think mm -hmm. makes it all the more memorable. I think anytime in a holiday film, when you can kind of, uh, add music to it that's memorable then i think it's going to last longer than than uh it's going to be one of those ones people are going to watch watch every year but uh but yeah i don't know he's it's such a such a great movie i love it okay next we have when someday you return to christmas town would you tell santa about our homeless toys i'm sure he will find little boys and girls who will be happy with them a toy is never truly happy until it is loved by a child. Mm -hmm. This is maybe a little bit harder, <laughs> but it's of course Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> so let's talk about this movie, but also just Rudolph as well. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you, what do you think, Anne? Well, the animation definitely um, is, you know, you think how it just, it's so animated. It's very yeah. circular, very, um, it just has a, I don't know, like almost like bubbly, you know, like yeah. so the animation in and of itself would be that type one quality. And also Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is type one. He's got that red circly nose, you know, the I can do it spirit, you know? Yeah. So um, what do you think about the whole movie though? Would it exude type one? That quote does like let Santa know like these, these toys, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, I think so, because the movie is actually pretty strange. <laughs> it's pretty, like all, and I just think of, like, one is being kind of a little bit uh, all over the place a little bit, a little bit eclectic, a little bit, and, and, and all of the Rankin-Bass specials, these stop-motion specials that they did in the 70s and 80s are all kind of weird. <laughs> mm -hmm. like, uh, and so they, they just kind of, well, let's have them go to this island with lost toys. And let's, uh, I don't know. They, they're just, they're all kind of random. Yeah. Uh, is what I would just, yeah, maybe more than weird is random. I would yeah, say. He's definitely random, a little bit disconnected. Mm -hmm. Moves quickly though. Like maybe a lot of short stories in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true for sure. Well, and the whole thing, it's just a television special. So I, mm -hmm. it's not a, you know, it's, it's short in and of itself as well, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I think the, you're the, you're the expert here. All right. Very good. Okay. So next we have strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many other lives. When he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? So this is of course, from the, why don't, you, why don't you guess this one? Why don't you say this one? What's it from? It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, it's a Wonderful Life. Well, I've seen this like maybe, you know, twice, three times growing up. And then my husband, it was his tradition to watch it every Thanksgiving until a couple years ago. I was like, can we just watch a different movie, please? 
<laughs> and he's uh, he always says, hot dog, wish I had a million dollars. That's funny. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's really uh, not as much about Christmas per se, but it has those Christmas scenes. But it's it's just it's about it's a it's a modern day f- modern day fable really, and it, and it's and the thing is people are like well it's way over the top, like obviously, like the if if I wasn't born, the whole world wouldn't turn into some kind of awful yes, like people would not know what to think about Hallmark movies or what yeah <laughs> yeah I know if I wasn't around maybe there wouldn't even be Hallmark movies no. um, and the world would be a scary place full of, full of gambling and but you have to think about from the perspective of Clarence if he took him back to a world where he didn't didn't exist and nothing was different <laughs> then he's not going to want to change. So of course he's going to pl- he's he's going to make it as extreme as possible because he wants him to not kill himself. I mean, I it's a really dark yeah, movie when you, when you think about it. I think it would, yeah. Like that would be my hope if I came back and like saw maybe the war. That maybe I did have an impact and something <laughs> turned out quite as good because I wasn't there. Yeah, but I think you need it to be. Yeah. If you were at that low of a place, you need it to be pretty yeah, extreme. That's a good. That's a good but but yeah it's so good it's it's just a very heartwarming yeah and i think it's like especially for being an older movie sometimes older movies have a slower pace yeah and i think it is a long movie there's no doubt about it it keeps it moving forward you know Mm -hmm. and there's there's a lot of fun um kind of quotes from the movie so yeah it's a type two movie i think it's got some type it's got some high energy in there too though i think maybe type yeah. three like i think the character is a combination of two and three george bailey because he's you know he wanted to go on great adventures but he never could because he kept um just sticking around and fixing things or helping somebody which i think like type three you know i'll fix it I, i'm gonna go with type two so let's say mm-hmm me as a type two secondary three like i love adventures but like it's a little bit harder for me if someone's like will you do this for me like i'm i can't just be like nope see ya like you know i'm <laughs> yeah. sure most people wouldn't like but, but it makes sense because... about, like okay i guess i have to stay now and like his brother goes off like that's not fair what about me <laughs> like so i mean it makes sense though that tanner your husband would like this so much because he would relate to to george so much yeah he's a character sure. yeah. uh me i have to admit me i'm and i don't know if i'm just because i'm getting old i don't know but when i see people like you always traveling i'm always just like that sounds tiring <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work <laughs> Like, I don't know. I yeah. just want to stay well, home. I know my husband does all the planning. He's a type three, so I still go along for the ride. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, actually, when you have three little kids, traveling can be, you know, very refreshing because it's just you and your well, Yeah. I do a lot of just trips, the two of us. In that makes sense. Uh, but I, I, and I love at the end. Merry Christmas, movie house. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you saving and loans. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah jimmy stewart is an actor how what would you type him oh i feel like what's his what's his name again jimmy stewart jimmy stewart i think he's a type one we've typed him before uh-huh. yeah. Uh, yeah i believe he's a type one um and then oh, i was just gonna say the other like type two quality is again that reflection on like 
the memories or the, the, the impact you've had, the connections. I think that's also a kind of a two, three, I think a type mm-hmm. three would like seeing the results of, you know, what's, what's the impact I've left here. But I think overall the movies type two as it's, um, bringing yeah. that family back together and help, you know, helping him really look inside and see the, the good that he's done. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Okay. Next we have, Oh, life is like that. Sometimes at the height of our revelries, when our joy is at its zenith, when all is most right with the world, the most unthinkable disasters descend upon us. So this is another another famous Hollywood movie set in Indiana. After I started my mission there, I started to realize that like whenever Hollywood wants something to be small town and homey, they said it. (laughs) It's really amazing. Anyway, so this is a Christmas story, our little Ralphie. And I love this movie. I think it, I think it actually, I mean, it's not only really funny and most of that is from the narration uh, that's hilarious. Um, But I think that it's actually really heartfelt. Like the whole bullying scene I think is so truthful as somebody who was bullied as a child. I think they nail it. They get that, uh, that it just when, and I just love when after they have the fight and he finally beats up the, the Scott Farkas, um, just that whole moment where he realizes his mom is not going to snitch on him. And he's like, things were different for me and my mom after that. <laughs> I just love that. I think that's so, so great. And, and you have little Ralphie and he's like, daddy's going to kill. I mean, uh, little, his little brother, daddy's going to kill Ralphie. <laughs> kill. Uh, and I don't know. I just think it's really, really funny and sweet. And it has that extra heart that I don't think you expect in a movie like this. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what, what would you say this, this one is this type? This is a type four movie. And mm. I think because it's like you said, you don't really expect like the heartwarming, like it's, it's kind of unexpected. So the type, the character is a type four and then he's reflecting on his perception and his memories of the past. His parents were both type one. So very opposite movement, mm-hmm. very high energy. The dad's a one, three, the mom's a one, two, and his brother's a type two. So, you know, these lower movement kids with these high energy, crazy parents and, um, just his, and really like dry humor, you know, yeah. kind of like those kind of things that you don't expect or those subtle things. That's very like a type four type of humor. Mm-hmm. Just kind of say it how it is, but it's unexpectedly clever or funny. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little things like, <laughs> like my aunt seemed to be perpetually confused. <laughs> Not only was I a little, but I was a, I was a girl, you know, just that kind of, <laughs> calm that kind of dry yeah uh, and also kind of the way he saw the world you know like you could think of like going through a type four's mind like we call the type four the more serious child you know they're more mature the way they see the world like uh, more literally you can see that a lot in the way he as he reflects on the way he saw things yeah and the 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 uh you'll shoot your eye out the the argument unsurmountable by any means of kiddom and (laughs) (laughs) so convinced this is going to be great uh and uh so yeah it's why and just why can't you see it why can't you agree (laughs) it's so sensible (laughs) uh all right next we have he puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore then thought he something he hadn't before 
Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. So, of course, (laughs) this is from, technically, you could say this is from a book because it's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And, of course, there's been various versions of it. I still am partial to the animated special. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I don't think, I don't think it really works very well taking these short books or short specials uh, from Dr. Seuss and trying to pad them out into a feature film. I don't know. It just, and, and doing it in live action just to me doesn't work. Uh, it just feels more garish instead of being whimsical. Yeah. And, uh, and so getting that right amount of whimsy, I think is really hard uh, in, in an adaptation. And so I think I just stick with the uh, shortened, the short, the original animated short is my favorite. Yeah, I agree with you. And you used a good keyword there, whimsy, whimsical. That's type one quality to be, you know, imaginative, whimsy, light. And I'd say the Grinch is a type one who's been away from people for too long and his heart's turned sour. So because type ones, they love, um, they thrive out there. Uh, social creatures, you know, so yeah. being around people and interactions with people does a lot for their soul. And so once he's around the the who's in Whoville, you know, it changes yeah. his heart. So, yeah, yeah, Cindy Lou. I think all the, the whole of Who Town are type ones with their turned up noses and their rosy cheeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love, yeah. The, Dr. Seuss is a type one as well. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense, especially with its, I, I am a pentameter, like it's, it's beat. It feels mm-hmm. type one to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right. Very good. Okay. Next we have. If that cat had nine lives, he just spent them all. <laughs> so, this is a Wagner family favorite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you ever get to watch, this is a Christmas vacation. Did you ever get to watch this with grandma? Oh yeah. She would just yeah. die laughing. She could like stop breathing. <laughs> I know. To the point where you were like concerned. <laughs> and in particular, when that squirrel would come out of the tree, that would really get her. Or so when she funny. says the prayer and stands up and says yeah. the allegiance, I always think of her at that part. Yeah. Also, they want you to say grace. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of grandma with that because she had a hard time hearing for a while. Grace. Yeah. <laughs> grace. Our grandma passed away earlier this yeah. summer. So we'll have, I'm going to have to watch that this year with a box of seeds chocolates. Yes. <laughs> My, our grandma was the best at making holidays fun and special mm-hmm. that was definitely a gift of hers like and and if you had if if she was just preparing even something like popcorn or whatever like she would she would try to have it in like a cute bag or there was just she'd always try to make something special i feel like yeah yeah and so yeah she would watch this movie and she would laugh so hard that she <laughs> you were like okay i'm getting concerned here she <laughs> And it is really funny. Even the ridiculous things like the whole the police squad thing and them abducting, Eddie abducting their, the boss guy. And uh, even that ends up working. It ends up being funny. And, like, and the cop's like, yeah, that was a raw deal. <laughs> Jelly of the Month Club. It's the gift that keeps on giving. The neighbors are my favorite. I don't know Todd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a very... Uh, young Julia Louis Streifus mm-hmm. there, so that's kind of. So funny. this is a type three movie. It's very edgy, sassy, a little bit brash, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of chaos going on. I, yeah. 
Chevy Chase is a type one. He probably type three in this character. I mean, look how he went all out for his Christmas decor. He went big. He's like, sure, we can do it. You know, like, okay. Yeah. The lights, putting the lights yeah, up. Like a one or a three character. But uh-huh. That's a type three tendency to go all out with decorations. Oh, yeah. Awesome <laughs> all right well our last one is one you have not seen before but you did watch the trailer uh it's uh <laughs> she says john when you're kissing me don't talk about plumbing <laughs> I, I want to see the movie now just because yeah. of that <laughs> i know uh so it is the classic christmas in connecticut and i thought this would be kind of a fun way to tie in Hallmark movies in general, because I feel like this is sort of the forebear of the <laughs> of a uh, of Hallmark Christmas movies. Christmas in Connecticut, uh, it has a lot of tropes that you see later on in Hallmark movies with the fake fake relationship, you know, that you're doing. You're in uh, uh, even just little things like the sleigh. It has a romantic sleigh ride, and it has uh, <laughs> things, and it's very silly and it's very funny, and uh, so. I think uh, it's, you know, it was just one of those first, it was one of the first holiday romantic comedies. This and Holiday Fair, I think, are the two. What year was it made? Um, it's 1940-something. Mm. 1945. So, right uh, as the war, war was ending. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Holiday Fair was 1949. And I think those two movies are there's so many Hallmark movies that are basically based off of either of those movies. So, uh, but I don't know from, from the trailer, what did you think? Well, and then you told me a little bit about what was going on. So it sounds like Barbara Stanwyck is the leading lady and Mm -hmm. she's a type three. Um, Mm -hmm. and it sounded like the character probably was too, like a businesswoman who's kind of, you know, taking, making something happen and, um, keeping things interesting. So definitely a high energy movement. And you had said maybe type one, cause it's really chaotic. When we watched the trailer, I was getting a little bit of a type three vibe though. Cause it was like a little bit kind of more edgy and it's um, instead of like lighthearted and whimsical, maybe a little bit more intense or yeah. uh, edgy, sassy. And then, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I think it would would be a funny one yeah you'll have to let me know i'll, I'll tweet it out uh, what you and think. Very, like, sounds like a dynamic movie too like it keeps it moving really like at a fast pace and kind of different things going on here and there maybe a little bit chaotic well and also there was definitely some edge to it when it came out in 1945 mm-hmm. because her pretending to be married and mm-hmm. and sort of falling in love with this other man this this navy guy uh and uh and some of the other things pretending that these children are children and stuff like that because there's a recurring gag in the movie where she keeps she's basically babysitting for these different women so the baby keeps changing out, but the Navy soldier guy doesn't know that that's happening. This is the same baby. And he's like, what? This is not the same baby. What is happening? And it's pretty funny. And so, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's good. So there we go. We finished all of the movies. So you'll have to let us know which you were able to guess by the quotes and uh, what you think as far as the energy of the different movies. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just such a fun part of the holidays is watching your favorite Christmas mm-hmm. movies. What's your all-time favorite Christmas movie? Or maybe what you're feeling it's, this season? It's, it's really hard. My all-time favorite... 
Um, I mean, I do love anything Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Uh, so probably there's a version from 1951 yeah. by Al Star Sims mm-hmm. or Sim. And it's, I think it's the best made version of Christmas Carol. And I think he does a really, really good job with the role. Um, but I love, I love Christmas Carol. I love, love Charlie Brown. That's probably, those are probably my two top favorites. I'm going to put those on my list because you're the movie expert. Mine's home alone. <laughs> always will be. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you have a favorite that you would watch every year? Home Alone for sure. Oh, Home Alone. Yeah. And I love Home Alone. So I don't know. I can't decide. The list just keeps getting longer, you know, with each year. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my favorite Hallmark Christmas movie is called Trading Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's very similar to The Holiday, but I think actually better about these two people who swap houses and they end up both kind of falling in love. And, and I think it's well-written. I think it's funny. It's very well acted. So that one, what I would recommend called? checking Trading out. Christmas. Trading Christmas. Yeah. It's a good one. So that's my favorite. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. I really um, appreciate Yeah. If you're, um, if this is new to you and it piques your interest, go to dressingyourtruth.com. You can learn your type for free. We even teach you how to dress it for free. There's lots of great, content. We have a great uh, Dressing Your Truth community. You can follow Carol Tuttle on Facebook as well and check it out. Yeah. So I'll have links for all that in the description section. Definitely uh, make sure to check that out and you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes and YouTube, and make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast all over social media. If you're listening on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. And if you're listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, please give us thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We so much appreciate that. So thanks so much, Anne. This was a lot of fun uh, to get to do. And hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get to have you on again. Yeah, love you. Okay. Merry Christmas. Right, thank you. <laughs>